the volume. The Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco podcast is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to bet the action than on FanDuel Sportsbook during the football season. This is why I love betting on the FanDuel Sportsbook. It's America's number one sportsbook for obvious reasons. It's easy to use. It's safe and secure. Fast payouts in as quick as two hours. Are you kidding me? And do you see these same game parlay bets? Not to mention the live betting. Just a gorgeous platform all the way across the board. FanDuel is making it easy for everyone to bet this season with a bunch of promotions that they will be sharing all season long on my podcast. You can't miss it. We're talking about risk-free bets, same-game parlay bets, enhanced odds, markets, and more. That's boosted odds, baby. If you are new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code MONACO. So they know I sent you. Disclaimer, 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 Arizona. 1-888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org forward slash chat Connecticut. 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com forward slash RG Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, Virginia. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Michigan, Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-9789, Tennessee. Visit www.1800gambler.net, West Virginia. All right, welcome to another episode of Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco. Alex Monaco here with my boy. He is now sort of a neighbor in New York City. We've had a couple of hangs. He is the creator of Snapback Sports. Over a million followers on Snapchat. Absolutely incredible. Doing his own thing. Running his own company. Killing it. Part of Underdog Fantasy 2. Please welcome Jack Settlement to the pod. What's up, baby? What's up? I'm down in Florida. I feel like I'm cheating on you with like my my work friend. But yeah, I'm getting in the sunshine and the sun rays. Well, are you still in New York right now? We the shut cold? down. We shut down because of COVID this week. So I'm in I'm in nice Southern California right now trying to get a little vitamin D. We'll see how <laughs> it shakes out. It's freezing over here, but can't complain. Florida seems to be the play, though. You must. That's why you look so relaxed. Exactly. And you can't really tell over Zoom, but I look super tan in person. You'll just have to see me in person. <laughs> I love it. Well, Jack, you're from Baltimore originally. So let's just start out. This is a gambling podcast, of course. So we're going to talk all things betting here in the NFL. But I want to get your thoughts on a futures play here. Is there a world for the Ravens to make the playoffs, my friend? The Chargers have to lose. The Colts have to lose. And the Finns have to tie or lose. And of course, Baltimore has to win. Can it happen? So I've seen crazier things happen. We'll start there. I would say two of the four, honestly, three of the four legs are not too crazy. You need the Ravens to beat the Steelers. I think we're like five, six point favorites right now. I don't think Lamar is going to play. So that line may drop a point after that's confirmed. And then you need the Patriots to beat the Dolphins. I think they're also five-point favorites on the road. So you're, you've got two favorites right there. 
Now it gets a little tricky because I do think the Chargers are a better team than the Raiders, but the Raiders have shocked people. And we're talking Sunday night football, last game of an 18-week regular season in Las Vegas. Anything can happen in that game. So now you need one more leg, and that leg is for the Jags to win what would be their third game of the entire season. And apparently their fans are showing up in clown costumes, calling their owner and GM a clown. So things aren't looking that great. But if I told you preseason, you would need Tua Tagovailoa and Carson Wentz to lose football games, you would say, all right, that's not the word. I mean, we got the number one pick. Come on, Trevor Lawrence. Show why you are the chosen one. Can we get a Hail Mary? Can we get a show up once, police? Hey, it could happen. I don't like an AFC playoffs without the Ravens in it. I mean, what has been your mindset here? I don't know if you've been betting on the Ravens a lot. I don't know if you've been staying away. We're staring here at the Bengals winning the North. It all seems like backwards Friday over here. It it really is. And look, if you are sick like me and are looking at the Ravens playoff parlay to get us in, then you might as well just pony up the plus or sorry, not even plus the 218 to one Super Bowl odds, because (laughs) if they get in, let me tell you, Alex, they're a little dangerous. If Lamar comes back, I'm just saying, would you want to see Lamar Jackson off a month of rest, the way the defense is playing, they would be, you know what they would be? They would be the truest wild card you would ever see. They would be the definition of a wild card. So you might as well go all the way if you're going to take them to make the playoffs. Oh, I love it. Well, let's just stay on the AFC then. If you're talking futures here, because there's not a ton other to flirt with in terms of appetizing things to bet on this week, unless you're talking seeding. So a lot of it's locked up now. But if you're putting your money on a futures bet here, Chiefs, Bills, Titans will win the AFC. Break down your process of how you rank these teams going into these futures. So I've been hearing a lot of people talk about the Titans as a viable option here. You know, they might get Henry back. And really, it just comes down to they have to play one less game than everyone else. And that is so valuable when you're talking about just winning the conference you got to win two home games and you can win the conference so you also the afc has had so much turnover this year with the bills are the best team then the chiefs were now the titans apparently are you kind of have to assume one of those might get upset so now the titans are going to get to play the five six or seven at home and they'll need to win one game as anything short of a of a favorite like at worst they're plus two at home so there is room for that bet i don't like it though i am not a fan of Tannehill. i'm not a fan of the of the titans i just don't think it's going to work out for them the way i'm looking at it is you know the chiefs probably make sense as the hottest team in football i would go with the bills though i think they're finally kind of finding form you need a team that it doesn't matter if they go on the road which they might have to do once or twice they can't run the football. Josh Allen's their best running back. Singletary I don't, two hugs last week. That'll never happen again. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, to be honest. In today's NFL, you know, you look at teams who traditionally run the football, but it's really just to open up play action. It's to be aggressive. I like, I'll tell you what I like, is in playoff games, these games are always tight, right? And in tight football games, Coaches, historically, they get conservative and they get boring. And so when there's 
two minutes on the clock. Now their team has three timeouts. They run the ball three times and they burn 14 seconds and they kick the ball back to some superstar quarterback. The Bills physically cannot run the football. So they're <laughs> always playing aggressive. And so what they do is they'll run play action. They'll run quarterback powers. They'll run passing plays where he scrambles. I actually think it's a weapon come postseason is that they are always aggressive in the game. And when you think about it, the Chiefs couldn't run the football, right? They just couldn't. But then Damian Williams goes off in the Super Bowl, and that kind of unlocks them fully. But you want teams who have star quarterbacks to run the football. You don't want Mahomes. You don't want Josh Allen that's throwing fair. the ball against you. That's fear. That's that's well said. Uh, how much do you read before we go to the NFC into the fact that the Bills beat the Chiefs? I remember it was my first night in New York, that long lightning strike yeah. halftime. Yeah. Titans took took the Chiefs. I believe the Titans beat the Bills. I, I this they did. Year. They did. So, how much do you read into that kind of hierarchy, or do you throw that all out the window in the playoffs? If you're placing on futures for people listening, because people do place bets and, and listen to me based off what I say, you're my guest. So they are listening to you. I'm on the Chiefs over here. I already locked it in. So I'm terrified look, after I, that loss. Look, I'm not going to get on here and give out the Chiefs as a pick. If you're betting the Chiefs, you know what you're doing. And the argument against it is uh, I, there's not really a great argument. I just, you know, if you're not a Chiefs believer, which for a lot of the season I haven't been, it seems like they've kind of figured out the shell defenses that a lot of teams were playing against Mahomes. If they figure that out, I mean, my God, like they might just do this whole thing over again. But I think this is a good time to understand that there's 18 weeks in the season and it's a roller coaster and there's injuries and now COVID's a factor and inconsistencies happen. Everyone needs to remember the Bills were the second favorite. The Bills were going to be the top team in the AFC. They were going to have the one seed. Josh Allen was going to be the MVP. And now you kind of get a chance to bet them at those odds again. It's not the worst bet. I like it. I think there's value there. I think you do make a good point. And it was very, very spot on sports radio point there to chew on. <laughs> All right, let's switch to the NFC now real quick. Packers are clearly the favorite now, plus 170. Rodgers gets a little time to rest that, that pinky toe, big toe, whatever Seinfeld toe it is. <laughs> I'm looking at this Bucks plus 400, Jack. I... Look, you went to the stadium, you covered the Bucs, you saw the environment. I know they got to go on the road, but they've done the road already. I'm nervous about the injuries. I'm nervous about the team chemistry. I don't think it's last year's team. But if you were going to hedge, I don't know even if you like the Packers, but if you're talking freely and you like the Packers, if you were to hedge on anyone else in the NFC, Rams are third, Cowboys fourth, Cards fifth, who you got for them? What are the Rams Super Bowl odds or NFC odds right now? NFC's plus 450. On Fandle. Okay, so quick note on the Bucks. I was very high on the Bucks. Like, if they were the two seed and fully healthy, I'm hammering that again. I don't see any way it's not the same exact story as last season. So I will say the injuries have been pretty bad. Not only do you lose Godwin, but you're losing linebackers. You lose Fournette for games. And yeah, they'll be back. But like, are they fully back? It just unfortunately re- reminds me a lot about the Ravens. It's like it felt like we could piece it together, but to win three consecutive games, multiple on the road, it's going to be tough with the current roster, but you know what they say, Tom Brady's their quarterback. So if you <laughs> take a flyer on the bucks, I'm cool with it. My team all year has been the Rams. So I'm, I'm going back to the Rams, but I will say 
depending on when this episode drops, I think it'll be before Sunday. Oh, it's dropping tomorrow, baby. We're fresh tomorrow. (laughs) Don't bet them until week 18 happens, because I am very, very afraid that they could lose to San Francisco. The Cardinals could win and they could end up in the wild card. In that scenario, do I like them more now that their odds are higher? Do I like them less now that, you know, their odds have moved? But the Rams, I still believe the Rams are the best roster really in the NFC. Well, let me ask you real quick on that note, because the NFC West divisional odds are still out. Rams are minus 380, cards plus 290. Is that worth firing on? Because that scenario, I mean, we know Shanahan owns McVay. He does. I... Uh, is the game in seattle is the game in seattle or arizona the game is in great question i believe i feel like it's in but the cardinals listen the cardinals have been great on the road but it just feels like a going out party for russ in seattle knock them off i don't know i i wouldn't take it and i forgive me if i'm wrong but if you parlayed the Cardinals with the Niners, that pay more than plus 290, be careful out there. You know that those futures odds, they'll try and trim a little, a couple bucks off you. So, Well, it's cards at home, Rams at home. I just double-checked. Okay. So they're both okay. at home. So Yeah, I'm probably Might just not waiting be to but, see. But you're going to fire You're gonna fire on the Rams plus 450? You like I'm going to fire. I like the Rams. I like the Rams. What, what did you see in Lambeau a few weeks back? That made you feel like Matty Stafford can go in there and get it done. This happened actually four separate times last season with the Buccaneers. And that was my team all year long. I said, give it time, give it time, let him mesh, let Brady do his thing, let him get there. The team will come together. The roster is stacked. And it and it all came together. They lost to the Bears on prime time. They lost some ugly, <laughs> ugly games. It doesn't matter. The regular season is for one thing. It's to get to your best form. And I think if they win the division and they have 12 wins, that's good enough for me. I'm just nervous the man has never won a playoff game. He's never won a playoff game. It's a fair, it's a fair comparison. And right now, apparently his numbers are looking similar to Jared Goff in 2018 i believe but look jared goff in 2018 took his team to the super bowl so i don't know i don't know what to think but i like the rims i'm sticking with them the college football championship is here to celebrate fanduel sportsbook is hooking new customers up with 30 to 1 enhanced odds on either team to win that means you can bet five dollars to win 150 bucks on either team to win it all. I'm going with what I already know has been proven in years past. It's Nick Saban and national championships. You're giving me three points? Forget about it. Have you seen what this man has done as an underdog? Oh my goodness gracious. Good luck going with the Bulldogs. I'll take the Crimson Tide and my boy Bryce Young to the bank. Just sign up for FanDuel Sportsbook using promo code MONACO and make a deposit to claim your 30-1 to 1 enhanced odds. There's no better place to bet the college football championship than on America's number one sportsbook. It's a simple and easy-to-use app with great new offers every day. It's safe and secure with best-in-class customer service. And when you win, FanDuel will pay you in as little as two hours. 
Already have a FanDuel Sportsbook? FanDuel is hooking all customers up with $50 when you refer a friend. Plus, your friend will get $50 too. Don't miss your chance to win $150 off a $5 bet on the College Football Championship. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app or head to sportsbook.fanduel.com and sign up using promo code MONACO to get 30 to 1 odds on either team to win. Disclaimer, 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. New users only. $10 first deposit required. Must wager in designated offer market. Max bonus, $150. Bonus for Tennessee users is fulfilled in site credit within 72 hours and expires 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org forward slash chat Connecticut, 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com forward slash RG Colorado, Iowa, Indiana, Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Virginia, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Michigan, Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-9789, Tennessee. Visit www.1800gambler.net, West Virginia. All right, I want to get your thoughts on this. This is a fascinating futures right now. This comeback player of the year was in Prescott's lap all season. I mean, he was like minus 600, I think, at one point. All of a sudden, Joey Burrow, he breaks out the stogie, little hair on his chest, goes berserk two games in a row. It's Prescott minus 130. It's Burrow plus 105 on FanDuel right now. I'm looking at these numbers. I mean, Burrow's got 34 tugs to Brady's 40, number one in the league. I'm looking at Prescott. I mean, he's right there in a sense, 32 tugs. I'm looking at the numbers. They're so similar. I want to get your thoughts on who you would fire on this because in the comeback player of the year, is there a sentimental value? It's weird. It's like an ankle versus an ACL here. (laughs) And we're looking at similar stats. I don't know what to make of this. It's I actually think Burrow's great value here. First off, before we get to the, you know, sentimental value, which we will, (laughs) which you have to factor in. Let's just acknowledge that week 18, you've got Dallas plays the Eagles. That's a pretty good defense rivalry game. And then you've got the Bengals end up playing the Browns, who who do sport a really good defense. So even with Baker Mayfield doing his his own thing. Uh, So I don't necessarily see one stock rising or falling. Both have locked up their division. I will say the Bengals do have a shot at the one seed. They would need a big upset from Houston. Uh, and then they would get there, but I don't see it happening. But if they did, then it locks in Burrow. If he's the one seed, he's going to win that award. I think Burrow just has value. And the sentimental value is like Prescott's probably leading this because they just named him the award favorite preseason. They didn't expect this out of Burrow. And for whatever reason, Dak's injury was just like highly publicized, like the ankle, right? Burrow suffered a way worse injury, a knee injury. They haven't gotten that offensive line better to protect him. They don't have a very good defense. I guess that Chase and Boy, but the Cowboys have weapons. So I like Burrow at plus money a lot. Wow. I think I might have to tell you. I think this is a fascinating narrative here, too. It's just, it's almost a Larry David curb scenario where you put an ankle with an ACL. Yeah. What would LD say? I really don't know. I would be fascinated to hear. I'm with you. Plus money, Burrow. I like that pick. 
So does that mean Jamar Chase? Because Jamar Chase was plus money, and then he balls out again. Now he's minus two fifty. Mac attacks plus one ninety five for the this is for the Ovens a rookie of the year. It's got to go Jamar Chase, right? Has to be, and it should have been probably all year long. Now Chase did have a down quarter of the season right towards the end before these last couple of games, while Mac kind of went went pretty hot at least in the wins department. And everyone knows that quarterback wins are like, they just get factored in, even though Mac Jones isn't doing anything spectacular. The irony to it all is that on a day that Mac Jones's offense scored a 50 piece, he actually lost the rookie of the year odds. So it's, it's going to be chase. It should be chase. And once again, you got to look at the week 18 matchup. There's nothing that either can do in terms of their stock really flying up. If the, Patriots win on the road. They're still going to be the five seed. The Bengals can only go up right uh, to the one. So I like Chase. Man, this is a Ravens diehard, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> firing on two Bengals. This is what gambling does to you. You sell your Millhouse soul and you go into the sports book soulless. But you're spot on. I'm telling you, I really like this a lot. I got one more award for you. I want to get your thoughts on a couple more picks and then I'll let you go. This offensive rookie of the offense, excuse me, NFL offensive player of the year award between Cup and Taylor is now officially a coin flip in Vegas. It's minus 110 to either one of them. Cup just broke the Rams franchise record over this last Sunday against your Ravens. I hate to say it. He's beat Tol, uh, Holt. He's beat Isaac Bruce in almost every category. But then you look at Taylor. Taylor, I mean, this touchdown streak is tremendous. He surpassed a record in terms of touchdowns in a row that was held since 08 with D'Angelo Williams. What do you do with this? Because I think Taylor's more valuable on some sick level to the Colts. I don't even think they're in the playoffs without him. I think McVay's got a system. He's got a lot of wide receivers money in the last five years. I just still think you have to give it to Cup. What say you? I think it is absolutely 50-50. And the same way we haven't looked at any of the week 18 in terms of stock movement, I think it actually all comes down to week 18. Two, I'll say three factors real quick. One factor, Cooper Cup came out in the media this week and said it actually is a bad thing, a Shonda, as we would say, (laughs) that he's going to break some people's records using the extra game. He said that himself. So he's already kind of burying his own stock, right? Look, it's totally respectable from a football player mindset, but if you're betting on Cooper Cup, you're not happy about that, right? Yeah. So then number two, you got to look at the matchups here. You've got Jonathan Taylor against Jacksonville in a win and get in game, right? So everyone knows Derrick Henry has done it for the past three years. Whenever the Jags are on the schedule or Houston late in the season, divisional matchup, he goes for, you know, 428 yards and nine touchdowns. So I expect Taylor to do just the same and Cubs just in a way tougher matchup. So because of that, I think week 18 is going to turn it. And I like Taylor. Wow. Hey, it's good to agree to disagree. I think you make an excellent point though, with this extra week, by the way, why is no NFL historian broadcaster? I haven't heard anything about how the, the coveted baseball kind of hall of fame records are going to change via NFL with an extra week. What yeah. does that do to everything? Statistically speaking, I haven't it's heard of Yeah, like like Brady, I think he's at 4,900-ish yards or something. He's going to easily surpass 5K this year, which normally would be a bizarre amount of yards, and it's just going to become the new norm with the, extra, with the extra game. 
It's crazy. All right. I got, I got, I want to bring back what you said earlier about what you do on your pod and breaking it down with, you got the studs and then you said the cuties, the ones that cuties. are, you know, nice little cute story. Do you think, cause we know what six seeds have done and now there's seven, there's seven seeds going into this playoffs, but do you have a flyer for me, either conference AFC, NFC, that maybe isn't a divisional winner or even just a cute story. That is one that you think could actually make a run that you would put value on. If you want to throw them out, I got odds for you here too on, on making the championship game or even running the table and winning it all. Give me, let's start in the AFC. You've got the Patriots. I've been calling them cuties since they won a bunch of <laughs> wacky games in the middle of the season. The six and the seven are weird right now. You've got Wentz's Colts. He's never even finished a playoff game in his life. You've got the Las Vegas Raiders who have been wacky all year. They're not actually good. Chargers, hold please on the Chargers. Get me those odds. Dial those up. Let's flip plus eighteen hundred. Plus eighteen hundred to do what? AFC. To win, to the, win AFC the AFC and the AFC. Okay. Okay. And then in the NFC, you've got Arizona is the five currently. The Rams would be my pick for this if they drop right, it right, up. Right. Right. So you've got Arizona at the five, Philly no, and San Francisco, who I actually think is in grave danger of missing the playoffs. Wow. Better than better than Arizona to win the division. I think the Saints to get in, beat the Falcons, and the Niners to lose is a more realistic scenario. And the wow. Saints definitely are not title contenders. People will like to say the Niners are because they've just been a decent team all year round and they can, you know, be versatile. Rookie quarterback, Lance, you're just not going to run the table with, with a guy like him. No. So Chargers would be my pick if they even get into the playoffs. But I still don't like it. I really – normally I love to give out these long shots, but I'm, I'm division winners this year. I think that's where the value lies. Yeah, okay, so you're going Chargers if you were going to do one. And then you can't even touch anything in the NFC. There's no, there is no cute. If the Rams, if the Rams fall into the wild card, they become pretty interesting to me. I love it. All right, I want to get your, your national championship pick real quick. You don't have to go into why. It's plus three at the moment. I'm Alabama, man. I'm sorry. Nick Saban is an underdog. Give me the three. I mean, Bryce, Bryce is on the volume. I can't fade him. I, I got to go with my boy here. Brum produces him. I got to go with Crimson Tide. Are you going with him? Are you going with the Bulldogs? Minus 145. We, we rode Saban as a dog in the SEC championship to the bank. I'm talking <laughs> absolute robbery, that line was. Robbery. But the fact that those crazy bookmakers looked us dead in the face and said, you know what, George is still a favorite in this game. That line is enough for me. I, I got to go Georgia. I really, there's not, if you're betting it's it for sick. me, for me, I don't, what's the total on the game? Do we, do we have a total? I, I got a total for you. It's I, you're going to, you're going to touch the total. That's sickening. Okay. I'll say this. Just bet the game live. Just 51. bet the game 5, live. 51 and a half. I was going to say 51. Uh, that's an ugly one. Yeah. I, Look, You're sharp over there guessing that number. Let's go. <laughs> Look, I just think Georgia minus three, you know, you're only laying a field goal in this game. You're going to hate yourself. It's one of those things. You're going to hate yourself if you bet Georgia and they get clobbered and you're going to say, of course, a Georgia Atlanta team choked in a big game after being number one all year. Or you're going to look at it like Vegas was begging you to take Georgia and you went with Bama second time's the charm in this case. So 
I'm rolling Georgia, but I think live betting is probably your best bet. I love it. All right, I want to give you a chance to plug everything you're doing. You're killing it in the digital space. All things snapback sports. You're dancing with underdog too. Where can we find you? What can we check out? And I'll let you jam here. I, I needed you last night. Uh, as the head of winning an underdog, I didn't have a great fantasy season. So I fired up their pick them through 500. I threw everything I had at a five way pick them. Four of the five hit for 10 grand. But no the fifth one, what Nick did Chubb. It, what did I, it hit? I had Chubb having more yards than Najee last night, which, listen, oh. Najee ended up with 200 yards. But yeah. trust me, in the first half, when he had four touches, I was losing my mind. And I almost called you up and said, I think Kevin Stefanski, we got to, you know, eliminate the problem. <laughs> we got to Italian it. No, but kidding. yeah, I'm on Twitter at Jack Settleman. You'll see me tweeting out my picks from time to time. I, I, I hit Georgia in a teaser over the weekend, hit an NFL oh. teaser with it. So yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll get the picks up. You're killing it. And then when when can we check out your pod too and everything you're doing with, with your company? Yeah, Snap, Snapback Sports Pod, Mondays and Thursdays. We're just talking sports, having fun, making some picks from, from time to time. Uh, you know, I'm on Snap at Snapback Sports. I'm all over the place. You know that. Love if you want to find me, you can find me. The Volume.